You're listening to Mind Body Boss with Michelle Stevenette, episode 41 Questions and Doubt. Welcome to Mind Body Boss. This is the podcast for people who know our minds and bodies are connected, they affect one another, and the more we learn how they operate, the more we get to be the boss of our life experience. I'm your host, Michelle Stevenette. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Welcome anyone who is new and welcome back anyone who has been here before. I'm glad you're here. Uh, I want to talk today about questions and doubts and just sort of the difference between the two and what what they generate for us. So um, I think the biggest difference really is just that, what they generate for us. Um, If you kind of think it through and go through kind of the path that both of them take us on. That's kind of what I want to share with you today. Um, Because doubts seem to kind of take us into this place of like indecision. It's sort of an uncertain place. Um, It's sort of a skeptical kind of like, like an uncertain feeling. It's sort of a dilemma inside and sort of dissonance. And it actually sort of leads to this lack of confidence because it is just so uncertain when you have doubts. And questions, on the other hand, kind of give us, generate sort of a different result. Um, Questions generate more curiosity and sort of a disposition to really understand or to seek a new perspective or seek a new understanding. Questions are where we sort of have that thirst for knowledge and more of a desire. And it, it helps us kind of access more of a settled place where we do find some type of, you know, um, peace or confidence in being able to find some answers um, as opposed to being in sort of this questionable, dissonant kind of spot. And I think it's really tricky. We don't necessarily always notice if we're having a doubt or a question because there's there's some overlap. But so what I'm hoping today is to help you kind of notice when you're having doubts versus questions and just see if what it's generating for you is useful. Um, so recently in a BYU devotional by Elder Lawrence Corbridge of the 70, he said, and I'm just going to quote him, he said, I heard someone say recently, it's okay to have doubts. I wonder about that. The Lord said, look unto me in every thought, doubt not, fear not. And then he said, I have a lot of questions. I don't have any doubts. And I thought that was really insightful and powerful. And so it got my mind thinking of, you know, kind of the differences. And sitting in kind of the the land of doubt I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm just gaining new awareness of what that generates. Um, It does a few things. Um, And so I looked up Wikipedia definition of doubt and what it says there. And some of the things it says there is that doubt is a mental state in which the mind remains suspended between two or more contradictory propositions, unable to assent to any of them. Unable to assent to any of them. Doubt on an emotional level is indecision between belief and disbelief. It may involve uncertainty, distrust, or lack of conviction on certain facts, actions, motives, or decisions. Doubt can result in delaying or rejecting relevant action out of concern for mistakes or missed opportunities. Okay, so that's sort of the wiki definition, and I think there's some pretty insightful pieces there. And so I want to apply this to doubts in terms of what we believe about ourselves, what we believe about what our bodies are capable of, um, and what we're capable of. And of course, all of this 
is going to relate to just any kind of doubts you might have, whether it's faith-based or anything else. So in all of that wiki definition that I just shared, I don't know that any of that sounds very useful um, because it causes us to delay or reject relevant action. It causes us to be unable to assent to any proposition. <laughs> it kind of makes us stuck, right? When we have these doubts, it's, it's indecision. It's a state of contradictory propositions. And so I don't know that there really is any useful place for doubt, right? I'd be curious if anyone could come up with that. I can't, I can't think of a single situation where doubt would be a useful place to stay. Now we're all going to have doubts and that's okay, but um, it's probably not a useful place to stick around. Okay, so let's kind of consider how this might play out um, when it comes to our body or our physical health and well-being. So we have our body, we have our physical health, whatever that looks like. And if we have doubts, like, or we have thoughts about it, like, I don't know if this is ever going to change. I don't know if my body will ever be any different. Or I don't even know what to do. There's too many voices, too much information. I don't know if any of this is ever going to work or if anything will work. I think these are really common feelings or thoughts that many of us have when it comes to our bodies, and we might not recognize them as doubts. Um, but that's exactly what they are. We're like, I don't know what to do, and I'm confused, and maybe this is should work, maybe this would work, but I just don't know. And I don't know if my body is capable of even changing or capable of even healing or whatever, or even me personally, whether it's physical body or not. Like, I don't know that I'm capable of becoming you know, a different version of who I am. Um, so when we have these types of thoughts, of course, that generates the doubt and the confusion that we might feel. And then what are we likely to do? Probably either not much. <laughs> we might not do much about it at all. We just kind of stay in our, you know, comfortable loops of habit and the things that we're always experiencing. Or, um, if we do make some little changes, it's probably going to be inconsistent or something that doesn't really stay because we're kind of like, I don't know, we're not terribly committed, not really sure if it's going to work. And what happens is will our mind starts gathering evidence like innocently, like we're not aware of this. It's sort of like subconscious starts gathering evidence of these experiences and they can fuel our doubts and fuel kind of this place of being stuck and fuel us from like, I guess I don't have any control over this. And then we start feeling like, well, it's just the way things are. I'm not going to experience my body in a different way ever. <laughs> and we kind of become sort of a victim thinking that it's that, that we, which feels a lot better because then we don't blame ourselves if we're like, this is just how it is, right? Because we don't want to blame ourselves, right? And so it's better just be like, it's out of my control, right? There's a better place. You don't have to be a victim or blaming yourself. You can have compassion and believe that there's possibilities that we haven't considered yet. So anyways, that's kind of another, another little segue. But what happens is then nothing really changes and we kind of just stay in this, this loop of, you know, the thoughts and the feelings and the feelings and the thoughts about we just don't even know what's going to work and we're just going to kind of stay in this like limbo and kind of stuck between, well, maybe it could work, but I don't really know. And so that's what doubt does. That's what doubt does. Same thing with our faith. If we're having doubts about our faith, it kind of leaves us in this limbo place and we might not really take a whole lot of relevant action because we're like, I just don't know. And we hesitate. And our brain does continue to collect evidence. But when it comes to something like faith, 
there's nothing truly provable. And so we just have to choose what we want to believe. And if we're sitting in the land of doubt, then we're in indecision and we're not really making a choice. And so that's what doubt does in our faith. It kind of spirals us into just more doubt, more indecision, more kind of dissonance and more hesitation and more skepticism. Whereas instead of doubting, instead, if we can shift it to questions, we'll have a totally different experience. So let's play that out. If we shift our thoughts about our body or our physical health to a question of like, instead of, I don't know how this is ever going to change. If we can shift it to true curiosity of like, I wonder what might work. I wonder if there's something I haven't figured out yet. I wonder if there's, I wonder how. And when we start genuinely wanting to understand how or what, or just seeking a new perspective, and we we really begin to seek, that is when our minds then are open to possibilities and experimenting and saying, well, maybe this will work. Maybe we try this. And then whether those things work or not, at least we're gaining some experience and we're exercising some faith and we're going to learn from that. And we'll be like, well, I thought that was going to work. And if it didn't, well, then... I learned certain things and maybe we're going to now try this and it's all part of the process, right? So when we're actively doing, we will much more likely start learning little bits and pieces and gathering little evidences and gathering little understandings that we didn't have before. And this is where chances are um, we will find some answers and gain insights and understanding. And it really is, it really does set us on kind of a path of discovery and learning and growth when we have questions instead of doubts. Um, So same thing is true with our faith. Instead of thinking like, I just don't even know what to believe. I don't know if this is true. You can shift that to, gosh, I wonder how, I wonder how, I wonder if this is possible. I wonder if and you start becoming curious and asking and seeking to understand and making an intentional choice to choose what you want to believe as opposed to being like, I just don't know. Figure out what you do believe and what you want to believe and start seeking, right? And open up our minds to possibilities and receiving greater understanding. And this is how we begin to, um, or with our faith in particular, this is where we start praying and listening and reading and discussing and like really doing the things that are going to shed new light and open ourselves up to just new ideas and inspiration that we may not have even considered before. All right. So if we decide to move ourselves out of doubt and into questions, this is how we open up our minds to greater understanding. This is how we can receive more. This is how we gain new ideas and insights that weren't available to us before. This is how we can begin to experience our lives with a bit more purpose and more intention and feel a little bit more in control of the experiences that we're having because we're doing something. We're making choices. We are acting in faith, really, whether it's faith related or body related or anything else. It's kind of, it's like an act of faith. You have to have that little tiny belief, which is posed in a question of like, I wonder how, I wonder if. Like, how could it be? Um, It really changes the energy that's going on in our minds and in our bodies. And it generates more confidence than doubt ever can. (laughs) Can generate some confidence because we're not stuck in indecision and uncertainty. 
um, we can start accessing confidence and some resolution. Even in the middle of our seeking, we can feel a measure of being resolved and having some confidence. Um, so I love that scripture. Look unto me in every thought, doubt not, fear not. I too have lots of questions and I'm learning to have fewer and fewer doubts. I'm so grateful for that. So hope you enjoyed this message, questions versus doubts. Um, did you know that if you want to get like a little text message from me every Monday, I will send you one. All you have to do is text the word Monday to 484848 and to opt in, message and data rate supply. And you can always reply stop to opt out. Go and subscribe. You'll get a little special um, pocket size inspiration for your week every Monday. Monday Mindsets. All right. Thanks for joining me. I'll be back next week. Hey, thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, would you mind sharing it with your friends and maybe even leave a review to help others find this podcast? That would just be terrific. For information about working with me, please visit my website, michellestevenet.com. That's Michelle, S-T-E-V-E-N-E-T-T.com.